Hello, I'm Sandra Olwine, pastor at First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. And on behalf of our congregation and staff, I wanna welcome you to this time of worship. We know that in the season of Pentecost and the days after, we give thanks for the gift of God's Holy Spirit that comes that we might be enlivened with hope and that we might be given purpose and passion for our daily lives. So anticipation that the Spirit will work within us and among us in this time, let us turn our hearts to praise, prayer, and proclamation. We welcome you today with the radical, all-inclusive, endless love of God. God sees you all in your uniqueness and loves you exactly as you are. Happy Pride Month, by the way, and Happy Youth Sunday. We are honored to lead in worship today and to share a little of what we've been learning throughout this year. Our theme this year has been Come Together we've been learning what it means to come together in the midst of a pandemic, to be community for one another as a youth group, from a distance and behind masks, to be the church scattered across the city, but continuing to worship and serve, and to be part of a larger community, working together to keep each other safe, from illness as well as injustice. In a world that is always trying to divide us, we are learning to come together. We invite you to join us in the call to worship, inspired by Psalm 20. When we are troubled, God answers. God hears our laments and knows our anxiety. God helps us, protects us, and calls us to come together. Some trust in power and some in money. But we trust in the some trust in brains and some in brawn. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. 
Some trust in selfies and some in likes. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in facts and figures and some in conspiracies. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Some trust in elephants and some in donkeys. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Those who seek to dominate and divide are brought to their knees and fall. But we rise up and stand firm. This year in youth group, we have been reading a book by the name of This Book is Anti-Racist, 20 Lessons on How to Wake Up, Take Action, and Do the Work by Tiffany Jewell. 
The youth group have been taking the lessons in this book and incorporating them into their daily lives. And I feel that it has changed many of us in many different ways. The poem that I'm going to be reading is Anti-Racist Youth by Amelia Allen Sherwood. Don't be afraid of the earthquake that rumbles in your stomach, the tsunami tumbling through your lungs, the hurricane binding your liberation with mine. It is the winds of change and time. It is your cosmic task. You are no longer bounded to your mask. The wildfires your ancestors ignited and you blazed through your voice. You have a human right of freedom and choice. You are an anti-racist youth. You live in justice and in truth. Don't be afraid of the rage that will erupt. There's a place for every emotion. There will be many moments of inequity and oppression. You can either fold into yourself or continue to question. Don't be afraid to disrupt. Agitate the system and be abrupt. The wildfires your ancestors ignited and you blazed through your voice. You have a human right of freedom and choice. You are an anti-racist youth. You live in justice and in truth. Mighty God, to you belong the mysteries of the universe. You transform shepherds into kings and smallest seeds into magnificent trees and hardened hearts into loving ones. Bless us with your life-giving spirit. Recreate us in your image and make us one. Through Jesus Christ, amen. Good morning, young Christians. What is the smallest thing you can think of? Sarian? A drop of water? Pebbles. Baby? <laughs> yeah, those are all great things, and I bet you had some great ideas too. I know, I know, I know! Uh, yes? A mustard seed! Huh? What's a mustard seed? Yeah, what's a mustard seed? It's a teeny tiny itty bitty seed that grows into a huge tree. How did you know we were going to talk about mustard seeds today? It's in the Bible. Yeah, that's right. And does anyone know who in the Bible talked about mustard seeds? Jesus! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jesus told a parable, a story, to help us understand the kingdom of God, the way God wants the world to be. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a teeny tiny mustard seed. Can everyone make yourself very, very small, like a mustard seed? Do you ever feel like you're very small and everyone else in the world just seems so big? Jesus said the mustard seed, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But when it is sown and grows up, can you make your seed grow? <laughs> It becomes the greatest of all shrubs and puts forth large branches so that all the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Isn't that amazing? All that from a teeny tiny seed. 
for the kingdom of God starts off really small, but then gets really big? That's right. That kind of reminds me of the story of King David. He was the smallest, youngest brother, but he was chosen to be king. Yes, and if you ever feel small, or like you can't make a difference, remember that God is always using small things to make a big difference in the world. God is always calling us to use our voices and our gifts, no matter how small. Oh, oh, oh! And when we come together and use our voices and our gifts for God's kingdom, it's like the seeds being sown and then growing into something huge and amazing. Yes, that's right. And also something that provides shelter and protection and a home for many. Let's pray. Dear God. Dear God. Thank you for using small things. Thank you for using small things. To make a big difference in the world. To make a big difference in the world. Help us to come together. Help us to come together. Use our gifts. Use our gifts. And work for your kingdom. And work for your kingdom. Amen. Amen. Mark 4, verse 26-32. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he does not know how. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, with what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable will we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, 
so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we who are many are one body in Christ. And individually we are members of one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Preserve in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of it all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of God is for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, everyone. My name is Emma Black, and I am a graduating senior from Pasadena High School. In the fall, I will be attending Ohio Wesleyan University and will be a battling bishop. I have been attending First United Methodist Church since the start of seventh grade. I'm glad that one of the first people I met was Zion Harris because she got in contact with the right people so that I could join the youth group. When I first joined youth group, I felt like an outsider, but that quickly changed. I met many lifelong friends and we had many adventures, especially during tour. Tour was a time when we would travel to a different place, have a variety of service projects, as well as days of fun. It was like a mini vacation, and it was also a place of bonding and laughter. I have a collection of fond memories, many which involve quite a few chases or mishaps, but I wouldn't change it for the world. This past year has been quite an experience, even though we couldn't always see each other in person, we still had our Zoom meetings. Instead of going to IHOP on rally day before the church service, the youth had a pancake party to welcome new youth to youth group. We had a pancake making contest and we have some very creative youth who made some amazing pancakes. COVID couldn't stop us from having some virtual fun. It was our way of coming together, which co coincidentally happens to be our theme this year. I certainly am glad that we had these events. 
and that we were able to bond and get to know each other better. I'm certainly going to miss being in youth group. Church has been a big part of my life and has certainly kept me busy. It has become my second home and within this home, I found a second family. I will be forever grateful for each one of you because you have all had a hand in helping me grow into the person I am today. Throughout the years, I have participated in several events, including annual conference, various church committees and meetings, as well as vacation Bible school and children's camp. One event that really influenced me was the United Methodist Women's Assembly in Columbus, Ohio. This event allowed me to hear the experiences of others and how they use the emotions behind these experiences to push for equality. Through church, my belief in helping others has been strengthened immensely. And although I do not know exactly what my career path will be, what I do know is that I want to be able to help the people in my community. There are so many people that I could thank, but I want to focus on Pastor Sandy. When I learned that Sandy was leaving, I was in shock because I realized that when I came back from college, I wouldn't see her. Sandy has done a lot for me, and I really appreciate her for that. Pastor Sandy believed in me enough to send me to annual conference, a place where I was able to partake and learn more about church decisions and where I was able to establish connections within the church. So thank you, Sandy, for everything that you have done for me and for the church. You will be missed. At the beginning of the year, the youth came together for a pool party. It allowed us to socialize while following COVID guidelines, and it also allowed us to um, hang out with each other, socialize and learn from each other. It was really fun to see other people, not. Usually when a 7th grader gets, um, goes into the youth group, you get kidnapped and taken to IHOP, but because of COVID, we couldn't do that this year on Rally Day. And so instead, we had a little pancake party on Zoom, and Pacho came and delivered my pancake supplies, and we had a little Zoom meeting, and it was like a pancake party, and we had like a bunch of contests, like who could make the coolest pancake, who could make the weirdest pancake. And that was really fun. Huh? Yeah, you gotta do the chicken dance, gotta dance for the bag. Pasadena with showers of hope to make sack lunches for those who took showers. 
The youth group came together when we helped build scarecrows for Learning Works. We help Learning Works and the community. This year we came together to create a drive through Halloween Lane to service the community on Halloween and create a fun-filled Halloween even through COVID protocols. Because of COVID, we weren't able to go away on tour, so we used our Greens Fund to donate to Junior Diabetes Research Fund, ASPCALA for Animals, and Learning Works. Since we weren't able to have a holiday party this year, we did it over Zoom. Judd sent us gingerbread houses and we decorated them over Zoom. It was a lot of fun. This year, we were stuck on Zoom but the youth found a way to use their drama abilities for everyone on Christmas Eve and Cabaret. This year, we had the option to not do Cabaret, but we chose to do it as a way to bring everyone in the community together. And it was also a way to see everyone that we hadn't seen in a couple of months, which is really great. We set an ambitious goal of raising over $3,000 and we raised that, we achieved that goal. And I really love that we did that. We donated that money to Rise Against Hunger to feed many hungry people around the world. This year, we all came together to work in the Grow Works Community Garden. One of the final things we did this year to prepare for Youth Sunday is we all tie-dyed our shirts together. And it was really fun. And one way that it represents coming together was it kind of let us show our uniqueness by um, kind of allowing us the creative liberty to use all of these bright colors and kind of almost show our true colors on the inside. And throwing all of these different colors together to make one beautiful, piece of art um, also kind of goes to our How to Be an Anti-Racist books that we've been reading this year, kind of like putting all of these colors together into a beautiful medley of equality.
Hi everyone. I just wanted to say that I am so incredibly proud of this amazing group of youth. As it is with the mustard seed and the kingdom, this group is small, but mighty. In the midst of this very difficult year, they have found so many ways to come together for fun and community, but also for service, for learning about difficult topics like anti-racism, which we all know is not something easy to discuss. I'm so proud of them. And I'm also so grateful for all of our parents, our youth counselors, and for all of you, because the reality is that we could not have the successful youth program that we have without the support of our church. You are so faithful to support us in fundraising, showing up for events, being here today to be part of this worship service. And so from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you for being a church who loves and supports your youth. We all have come together this year in so many ways. As you know, we're unable to go away on tour this year, but we do have a group of youth who are going to spend the whole next week serving, ministering, and having some fun here in our very own community. We're going to be doing service projects at the church. We'll be going over to Learning Works, Grow Works Garden, doing a project there, doing some hiking trail cleanups, some beach cleanups, and going out to Camp Sky Meadows to do some work projects there. So we hope that you will be in prayer for our youth as they continue to minister and serve on tour this week. Thank you. Let's join together now in a time of prayer. God of our lives, we give you thanks and praise for the many gifts and abilities and characteristics and developmental stages that you draw together to form your holy church. This day we especially give thanks to you for young people among us, whose energy enlivens your church and whose vision will guide it now and in the coming years. Bless them as they look forward to their lives. Guide and protect them as they navigate their way through what is for many a difficult season of life. Help all of us commit to their nurture and acceptance in the church as we celebrate their accomplishments and take part in their instruction. Bring unity of purpose and renewed zeal to your church in every place, O God. Increase our faith and heighten our vision to perceive the ways that you would have us live together, even in these troubling times. We lift before you all the ministers and lay delegates who will convene this week for the meeting of the annual conference, especially our Bishop Grant and all of our district superintendents as they lead us. We join with all of our district churches today in covenant prayer for those who are faithfully serving you at the Bethel Korean Mission in Santa Maria and at Emmanuel United Methodist Church in Los Angeles. As we pray for the whole human family, we are mindful of the ways that wealth and race and opportunity divide populations and nations. Our hearts break for those who live this day hungry or without shelter, those whose homelands are torn by violence or who experience abuse or neglect in their very homes. Accompany your migrant people, O God, 
as they seek economic opportunity and safety and must confront the discouragement of closed borders. Let our love be genuine, O God, as we seek to hold fast to what is good. When we choose to participate in systems that divide your children or that maintain injustice, remind us of your call to overcome evil with good. We believe your intention for us is that we live in harmony and mutual affection. And so we pray now for those who have been included in today's prayer list, especially Kevin Lucier's friend, Mark Showquist and his family, as they mourn the loss of their wife and mother. Heal all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, O God. Sustain those who mourn and encourage all who continue to cope with the COVID pandemic around the whole world this week. Use us and our differing gifts to bring about your commonwealth in this world, O God. Whatever our age or rank or ability, you call us to rejoice in hope, to be patient in suffering, and to persevere in prayer. We believe that as we do these things, we are living as the very body of Christ, the one in whose name we make these prayers, and the one who taught disciples to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining in this time of online worship from First United Methodist Church in Pasadena, California. This service and all of our past services and concerts remain available for you on the church's YouTube page. When you like and subscribe, it helps others to find this online presence. Please download today's bulletin. There is not enough time for me to tell you all of the announcements that it contains. So please download it using the link in the video description or in yesterday's churchwide email. On behalf of the Staff Parish Relations Committee and their chair, Darla Dyson, I want to publicly thank all who came to the church last Sunday to bid farewell to Pastor Sandy. It was a fun celebration and a worthy occasion for breaking the long fast of not having been able to see each other's faces. Thanks to those who came early to set up and stayed after to clean up, you were a vital part of the day's success since our only remaining custodian, Calbert Murray, is still recovering from surgery. Thank you to all. The last concert of this season's Third at First concert series happens this coming Saturday, June 19th at 4 p.m. The series coordinator, Junko Ueno Garrett, is joined by Paul Floyd in a program of music for two pianos written by two composers, Arensky and Rachmaninoff. The concert is free. You can enjoy it as it happens or anytime thereafter on the church's YouTube channel. The Third at First Concerts will take a short break over the summer. Watch for details announcing the 2021-2022 season, which we hope will be taking place in person.
We are so proud of all this year's graduates, and I am grateful to all of the families who supplied pictures and information. My apologies to any that we missed in that slideshow. Your church is proud of your accomplishments. Blessings to each one of you. Thank you for continuing to use the online giving website to give your tithes and offerings. There is a link in the video description that you can use today. The plan is to reopen the church office on July 1st, and then we hope to be back together in the sanctuary for worship beginning on July 11th. In the meantime, keep using that special email, connect at fumcpasadena.org to share news or requests with the clergy and staff. Be well this week, join me in getting vaccinated if you haven't already done so, and then you won't have to wear a mask. On Sunday, May 16th, members of the, of the congregation uh, gathered in the parking lot at church to tie prayers of blessing and hope into the quilts for our graduating seniors, Emma, Amory, Georgia, Emily, and Matthew. So I invite you to raise your hands towards the screen as we continue our blessing uh, over these young people and the life that they are preparing to lead as they graduate high school and move on to the next uh, part of their life. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks this day for the lives of our graduating high school seniors. We are grateful for the privilege we have had of being a part of their community, of watching them grow, helping to guide and nurture them, sustaining them in through their life, and helping to raise them up into the young people that you've called them to be. It has been a privilege to walk alongside them. 
Now, as they prepare to head into the next part of their life, may these quilts uh, be a tangible reminder that they do not go forward alone, but rather that they go with our love and they go with your love. May each of the prayers tied into this quilt and the blessing that we offer this day remind them that the, of the importance of community and that your grace will sustain them wherever they turn to it, that your love will guide them when they lie, rely on it, and that your peace will surround them even through the challenges that, is, that they may face in their life to come. Continue to bless and nurture and guide these young people so they may become all that you've called them to be. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.